Hi, this is Timothy Zahn, author of Star Wars Thrawn. You're listening to Living Force Podcast. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. Hello, I say over there. A Utini Podcast Network production. Ewanawanga. Episode 226, ranking untold stories from Star Wars Return of the Jedi. It's a trap! On this episode... Dr. Helton, paging Dr. Helton. <laughs> and the Utini crew ranks stories in the new From a Certain Point of View collection of short stories from Return of the Jedi. And now, here are your hosts. Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and Wes Jenkins. Hello everyone and welcome to the Living Force at UTD Network podcast tonight all about Return of the Jedi and the stories we're excited about. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me tonight to tier rank all 40 upcoming stories are a couple of my favorite folks, including the one, the only, the Doctor... The Charles Hankel. Welcome, sir. Oh, hey, guys. I'm back. I've missed, I don't even know how many weeks at this point, but I'm happy to be here to rank some stories. I got to quickly tell people, because you guys thought I think that I just don't want to be on this show anymore. <laughs> I at first told the guys last week I couldn't come because I took my car to the shop, and believe it or not, it was a problem with the compressor, and it could not just be bypassed, contrary to popular belief. Uh, And then I lost power in my house after that, so I was just coming up with buku excuses. But, you know, you can't say that, you know, terrible things happen two weeks in a row. So here I am. We're excited to have you back. Uh, Fake excuses or real excuses. Uh, You're back in the chair, and that's all that matters. Um, But, of course, it doesn't matter quite as much as the other man in the chair because he's behind the chair. Or, no, he's behind the buttons. He's in the chair, and he's in our hearts. It's Mr. Wes Jenkins. How you doing, dude? Behind he's the not, chair. He's not even in the up. chair. It's, you sit <laughs> on a throne of lies, or you don't. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, good evening to all. Um, Charles, I'm glad you got your power back, because it's hell in the South to not have air conditioning. I'm um, sorry that it happened to you. Uh, but, you. <laughs> but, oh, wait. And your air conditioner didn't work in your car, either. You it were was going, through, double way. Double I was going just, through something. I lost, like, seven pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Please stay cool, everybody, whether you go outside and have a nice breeze or you can just crank down the air conditioner. ERCOT, our uh, wonderful energy supplier down here in the south, said uh, everything is fine. We have enough demand. We have enough supply for the demand, which I think is a lie. But uh, hopefully we'll have any rolling blackouts coming next month because it's super hot um, in the south and Texas, pretty much everywhere down here. So uh, stay cool, like Arnold says in Batman and Robin. Oh, God. Stay cool. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Come on, Eric. Say, Come I was on, just going to say, Wes, <laughs> if, if, you, if you need some help, uh, at work we help hook folks in Texas up with solar, and that's my pitch is because, hey, your grid's going to die. Don't you want solar energy? So, oh, so expensive. <laughs> it is, but we'll see. I'm glad you're okay. If you all want to see how many pounds Charles has lost, make sure you're watching the live show or the recorded show to see him in all his glittery, glistening, sweaty glory. Um, a special thank you, of course, to all our friends over at patreon.com slash utini, including Lane Dudley, who just upgraded from a monthly to an annual membership. A reminder, an annual Patreon membership is the best way you can directly help us out at Utini. Um, it makes us know what our budget's going to be like for the year, and with a lot of changes that are coming around, which you'll find out more about later in the year, it really helps us in the planning stages. But tonight, 
as we said, we're going to be going through all 40 stories coming up. And from a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi. For those of you watching the show, you'll see it from a certain point of view, Empire Strikes Back in the camera behind me here. Wes, you are a much-known lover of these books. Uh, we've talked about them, about how they are such a good intro point for a bunch of folks, and I think a lot of us are very excited about the upcoming book. So, this past week, all 40 authors, characters, and brief teases were released on Twitter by Del Rey, Penguin, Random House, Worlds, at Star Wars Books, whatever they're called now. Uh, we got to see all of them. So tonight, we're going to take you through all 40 of them. We're going to tier rank our excitement of all of these. And, uh, fellas, are you ready to rock? Ready to go. Excellent. Uh, Wes, if you'd be so kind, bring up the tier maker visual. For those of our friends listening, we are going to be using the classic tiers of A, B, C, D, but above all S, which is red. Charles, uh, you were not mm-hmm. here last time we tier ranked. Do you like the like fact it. that S is red and at the top? No, it's a, exactly <laughs> backwards. And the fact that no one said anything before this really caught on, because I've seen these. I just never really paid any attention to them. The fact that no one said anything is criminal. Yeah, but well, here we are. Yeah, had the exact same conversation uh, last week. So, yeah. you know, if you watched this last week, the red sucks. Flip it. <laughs> We're doing it. Agreed. (laughs) Too bad. So looking at our list here, um, if you want to see all the stories we're talking about, head over to readstarwars.com slash F-A-C-P-O-V sneak peek. That's the URL there uh, that has all of the pictures of all the stories that we have. But we have our lovely pictures of all of our stories here. So without any further ado, we're going to go one by one. And guys, I just want to hip fire about how stoked we are. About all these stories. Uh, So we'll do round robin. I'll start us off. The first story is called Any Work Worth Doing by Amal El-Motar. It's about Moff Jergerod, our buddy in the Death Star. Um, And the intro text reads as such. Moff Jergerod watched Darth Vader go, then turned on his heel and matched that gait, that rhythm exactly. Let everyone assembled see harmony in the choreography of their parting. Let them see how aligned are Jergerod and Vader, how attuned, marching to the same silent, powerful music. Let them see Jergerod as he thought of himself, not as Vader's inferior, but as his instrument. As he walked out of the hangar bay, Jergerod allowed himself a single dissonant, unbecoming thought. He had lied directly to Lord Vader and lived. All right. Hmm. Our rankings will include our love for the character... Our interest in the author, and frankly, how good the writing seems. Um, I mm. am recusing myself of this vote. I've read this story. <laughs> Oops. And the embargo is not yet lifted. So, fellas, what do you think about this first one? Um, I have sympathy for this character because when he was being genuinely concerned to, <laughs> to Lord Vader, and he was just like, listen. I don't have enough resources. I really need some more help. And uh, trying to extend the timeline just a tad would be great. And, well, <laughs> didn't work out for him. I mean, mm. you have somebody that's, like, going to management and saying, hey, I need help. And they always at, they always say, hey, just come to me when you have any kind of problems. It's fine. It's fine. And then he got he got torched. This is a personal Poor character guy. for you, yes. Wes. I think I'm just uh, realizing yes. this is you at work. Like, 
I just say it. I just <laughs> bite my lip and I try as hard as I can and I stay up till midnight trying to do everything and it probably takes like 10 minutes to do and it actually took me five hours. So without asking the question, hey, I need help, Darth Vader. <laughs> so um, as much as this story, it's, the fir- it's like one of the first um, scenes of the movie, obviously. So, yeah. I mean, oh. Uh, Okay, so B tier for me. I'll B-tier. go B tier for me. Okay. B tier. B tier. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, I am going to preface this just by saying up front, I'm not the biggest fan of the short story collections. So that's going to color some of my rankings here. Um, not because, you know, they're not important or not enjoyable. They just tend to have a little bit less impact on me. I like kind of building with a character for a long time and getting mm-hmm. the payoff at the end. And I feel like there's just never enough time for me in these stories. So. I'm a little bit less excited for this. I'm also not a big Empire guy. Um, like, I don't... I literally can't picture this guy in my head. He is no different for me than literally any other Imperial in any other position other than, like, Tarkin. <laughs> so, uh, he's a dude in a gray suit, and he probably <laughs> dies at some point. I'm going to go C tier. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, so, we got a B and a C because... Ah, see, this will work so well. When I can, I can say something, but I think the only fair thing to do is flip a coin. Um, in I'm this also one. just, I'm also just being a pessimist. So who I has like coins? I like. Hey, you know what? Should we start low and give ourselves room to grow? You know what? Yes. All right, George yes, Rod's a C. That. George Rod's right. a C. Okay. All right. Next up, um, also, I usually ask this in our off-camera time. Uh, Charles and Wes, do you guys have the uh, story premises pulled up yes. in front of you? Cool. Yes. Charles, yes. would you kindly look at uh, number two out of 40 and let us okay. know what the next one we're going to be ranking is? Okay. So, Fancy Man is story number two by Phil Zostak. And the synopsis reads, or I guess the excerpt reads as this. Max Rebo took a moment to say goodbye, placing a prehensile foot upon his red ball jet organ, the one he had inherited from his father. A routine execution in the usual... In the usual place, the great pit of Carcoon, deep within Tatooine's northern dune sea, had somehow gone horribly wrong. And a young man with a green laser sword was hacking his way through Jabba the Hutt's <laughs> finest. Or at least that was how the situation appeared to Max from his modest spot in the back of the room, squinting against the harsh desert sunlight coming through the shutters of the gangster's pleasure barge until, without warning, they slammed shut. In that same instant, the overhead lights cut out, plunging the salon into darkness. Then somebody screamed. Max took that as his cue to leave because he's got a gig. Um, got a gig! <laughs> I will say this one This one gets me more excited. So I, yeah, for a lot of these background characters and stuff, I don't care too much about. Max Rebo, he has got an aura to him. He is mm-hmm. just a cool dude. I mean, I like Does the Does that character. aura sing, would you say? Oh, Yes. Uh, it's there. Oh, it's, it's there. The band. Yeah, okay. It's there. Yep. Um, no, I like I like Max Rebo, and I would actually, I think I'm going to put this in a tier for me. All right, I'm going to agree oh. with you. Short and sweet. I think Max has been a fun character. He's kind of grown in like cult uh, love the last couple of years. We got the Max Rebooty, uh, very famously in that sculpture that came out. So I'm going to go for an A as well. I'm excited for Max and his feet okay. and things. Um, I'm going to join everybody in, in the A tier. Um, Boom. He is uh, also in another set of stories in uh, Tales from Mos Eisley Cantina. Yes, he um, is. So, 
so um, I haven't read Tales from Jabba's Palace. He might be in that one as well. But um, so here's there's multiple short stories of this guy. Um, I think um, this one in particular, I I can't even put a setting with it. It just sounds like he's in he's in some kind of he's in the background lurking and just glad that he wasn't like part of the part of the drama that was happening. Yeah, so, the murder. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. So we'll put, him, for we'll put him up at A tier. All right. Uh, Wes, take us the third one. Also, I'm going to say right now, I set a horrible precedent by reading the entire excerpt. We got 40 to get through. So let's just kind of drive yeah. the ch- Charles, you did great. That's my bad. I'm going to own up to it. So, Wes, what's the third one? We're going to read like an entire book called... if we do 40 excerpts. Indeed. Yeah, that's true. The Key to Remembering by Olivia Shada. And this is about EV99. Mm-hmm. I think this is the torture. Is this a torture droid? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, she puts yeah. down the little lever. They're like, no, yeah. no, no. He said, no, no. Yeah, he's like basically the judge, jury, and executioner of the droids down there. Mm-hmm. So um, this one, so are we reading them all or what? Are we gonna no, no, this? no. Just let's okay. just talk about it. We don't have time to read last, all these. The last uh, little <laughs> sentence usually gives you a nice hint. Yeah, less yeah. sentence would be nice. So, But Evie 99 had long ago ensured that she would always remember everything, especially the day she discovered the anomaly. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Intriguing. Yeah. And this one has to do with R5-D4. So um, this is uh, R5-D4 is a um, little red guy, is it not? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he in this? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hmm. This droid was uh, fascinating. It's actually kind of scary the first time I saw it. Um, but... I'm going to say this one needs to be in B tier because there's no other tiers. There's nothing hanging out in B tier, so we'll throw them in B for me. Um, it was too quick. It was too quick for me. The, But all of these are going to be too quick. I think the main characters are the ones that are going to get that you're going to see higher tiers from if the story sounds good. So, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I mean, what up, nerds? Oh, God! Oh, hey. oh God! Corey's here! <laughs> all right, Wes will out. get the, the, the tech going. That was That was horrifying. That was that was really scary. Scary. You I heard you talk, I heard you talking about my droid, and I'm mad. We do, yeah. Um, do you like droid stories, Corey? Are you excited for droid stories? Yes, I am excited for. I mean, I have mixed feelings on droids. So, all right. First of all, apologies for being late, everyone. Um, I'm on Amazing. Central Time, and I didn't realize that I was on Central Time. <laughs> and uh, I've been in the hospital today, and uh, I was very late, and I surprised you guys by being very loud although i did message in slack but nobody saw it yeah nobody saw it. we're busy we're working <laughs> oh my god you're no, wearing the uh the scrub i almost said Spanx. you're wearing Spanx. oh my he god could be under I there am, you could be, be. i don't Spanx. know i am Caitlin made me buy all like nice new scrubs so i'm wearing you're looking figs. snazzy fig charles i spent like 300 dollars on scrubs there you go you're man and you look sharp know. for it thank you yeah. thank you uh, droid stories. All right, back to the topic at hand. Yeah. Um, how many? EV-99. How many stories did I miss? How many just two. Jerdrod and Max. Okay. 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 All right. We're gonna start. Bad. All right. All right. So droid stories are tough. They're always hit or miss. They uh-huh. they don't work when you don't do Would what you're you say supposed they're binary? to do. Ooh, that's, they that's are binary. They are binary. Binary. Yeah, that's actually a good word for it. They only work when you you properly humanize the droid in my opinion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like like it's not it's not interesting to read 
like beeps and boops and processing and pretending to be a computer. Like, it, oh my it god, I hate that. I really don't like that. So like, but when they properly humanize the droid, which in my opinion is the way you're supposed to understand and experience, you know, mm-hmm. by bipedal yeah. droids in Star Wars, I think it does work. So like, this character in general is a really cool character. This is the guy. It's hard to see the little tiny image, but this is the guy yeah. in Jabba's palace. That's like. He tells C-3PO that he has a – or R2-D2 that he has, like, a smart mouth or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and works with the torturer. Yeah, there's there's I've two been... droids down there, but she's one of them, yeah. Yeah, this is the one that's got the really kind of raspy voice, like, right? Isn't that the yeah. one? Yeah, okay. I like this I like this droid a lot, and I always think about this yep. droid when I watch this movie. So it seems like it should be an interesting story, but – I don't know. I haven't seen the excerpt for this one, so I don't yeah. know if it's if it's if it's too droidy. It's too any. droidy, which oh, is yeah. stupid. Yeah, but I'll drop the link in Slack so you can follow along with us. But I like that. I'm gonna say I am at very much a uh, what's his name? Was the bartender from New Hope? Woo her. Yeah, woo her. Yes. Yeah, Woo-her. I'm very much like him. Or like I do not like droids. I do not care for droid stories. Weirdly, like even the like some of the best ones can work, but I'm usually a little tamer on them. So Wes, you went B. I'm gonna go C on this one. Okay. Myself, I I um, think I agree. I think C. I think droids are largely uninteresting, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. Interesting. Interesting. You, right. I would say though, I would I would rebuttal with the first from a certain point of view with R five um, D four. Is that the red droid? The little red yeah, droid R five D four. That was the no, Delilah Dawson the, story. Oh, the yeah, red red one. One. the that one that one, blows that, a, the blows a, the, the whatever. Motivator. Yeah, blows the motivator. Yeah. Yes, wait. that one was one of the most impactful stories because it was the whole reason that R two D two was chosen. Owen. Ray Carson, Uncle Owen. Yeah, this one's got to be It's possible, and, I, and, if, I, and I'll happily, I'll happily love it if that's what it is. But I'm, I don't know. The droids have done me dirty more than they've done me well. Okay, all right, okay. So we'll we'll throw him around in the C tier behind Gergerod. Uh, Excellent. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> next. Oh, man. Next up, we have easily the best title of any of them. Uh, Fortuna Favors the Bold oh. um, by Kwame Mbalia. Uh, this is a very short excerpt, so I'll just read this one. It's like two sentences. Yeah. Uh, 762 items on Bib Fortuna's list of things he hated. And right at the top, sitting on his throne, surrounded by sycophants and servants, was his master, Jabba the Hutt. And Bib was going to kill him today. <laughs> Rock on. That's S tier for me, man. I'm stoked uh, about Bib Fortuna is a disgusting okay. fingernail monster. And I love the idea that he was secretly trying to kill Jabba the whole day and it just happened by accident. That's I gonna can't be fun, yeah. I think. see Bib Fortuna and not hear him saying, I took it to Jabba now. I can't, <laughs> took it to Jabba now. I can't see Bib Fortuna without hearing, Dawanawanga. Every single time I hear, Dawanawanga. Jabba no bother. This sounds um, this sounds really cool, and I actually wholeheartedly agree. S tier for this one. Yeah, I want to know the audiobook. Uh, whoever's because I hope they get a bunch of narrators for it. I hope whoever does it just leans into it so hard. Like, <laughs> that would be great. Awesome. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, see. Corey's eating, and I love that. And I want you to get your nutrition. <laughs> no, sorry. no, you're making too much noise to the mic. No, no, I, just, no, I was, I was gonna throw sure a story to you, but it. keep eating. Tor- no, 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 no. Uh, throw a story to me. I can do okay. it. I can do it. I'm, right. I'm between five. bites. I'm between bites. I'm sorry, I'm uh, starving. I've not had much to eat today. It was kind of you're good, man. It was, it was uh, kind of hell. Do the fifth one. Uh, do the fifth one. The Let fifth one. Me? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I can't. This is Jabba's palace. Okay, it's here. I gotta. Oh yeah. Now though. 
Yeah, the, the um, Lincoln Slack. This one's called. And then you can yeah, yeah I see. I see. It. There you Dune, go. This is a great name too. Dune Sea yeah. Song. Dune Sea Songs of Salt and Moonlight. That's another mm-hmm. great title. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one looks like it's just about like the nature of Jabba's palace, right? Like, yeah, kind of the lore surrounding the palace, maybe. Like, yeah. I'm not sure. We'll see how this goes because the excerpt makes it sound kind of like it's. Is it literally songs? Like I'm reading Tolkien songs from Lord of the Rings because that's pretty brutal to read. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it looks like oh they're God. discussing yeah. how can you successfully kill a hut. Yeah, and it's not easy. Yeah, it and it does look. I, I think that original characters or like ones that branch off like that are. I know we keep saying hit or miss, so we'll probably need another way to talk about that eventually. But they either are incredible. And it's like, wow, this makes me think of the world as a whole. Or it's like, I can't really connect with any of these people, so I I, I, uh, I don't <laughs> care. And I'm also, I'll am also i say this. Between this and um, Tales of Light and Life that are coming up, I'm trying to give myself permission to skip over stories I don't want. Because mm-hmm. with 40 stories, y'all, there's going to be stories you don't want to read. And it's your book. Feel free to skip if you want. And yeah. I think this one is either going to be in my top five or I'm going to skip it. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. I mean, some of the sort of... I don't know, artsy types of short stories don't actually end up being that good, in my opinion. It, I think they're just hard to relate with because they're so different from the rest of the book, cause, which it, like, just tonally. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I have mixed feelings yeah. on this one. Ooh, uh, Tom Holler, already in the chat, who has literally edited this book, uh, clarifies this is an original character, one of the dancers at Jabba's Palace, not Ula. Very specifically. Ah, so okay. a dancer. Cool. Okay, cool. That gives that me more faith. I like yeah, a beat here there then. I'll go yeah. B tier for this one. That would be more helpful as well, I would say. I mean, the Absolutely. silhouette is of Jawa's Palace, a little confusing. So Absolutely. interesting. A dancer at Jawa's Palace. I remember, if you, I don't know if you guys know this. Did you ever read the uh, the Bounty Hunter Wars? Was it Bounty Hunter Wars? Mm-hmm. I think it was. Legends books. No. There's, a, there's some Legends books about, like, Boba Fett's original story. I'm pretty sure it's Bounty Hunter Wars. It's the one with Dengar on the front of it. Um, yeah, Bounty Hunter Wars. Right. I know the, yeah, I know the cover. I own it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read it. it. It tells the story of like Boba Fett and getting rescued and everything. And Din, in Legends, Dengar is who, is who helped rescue Do- Boba Fett with mm-hmm. the assistance of a slave dancer from <clears throat> Jabba's palace, and had like a whole story about how traumatizing it was to see the other dancer like fall into the, <laughs> to the rancor pit and be brutally eaten and all that stuff like it was actually a really good story that has stuck with me i don't i think it was the bounty hunter wars series is what that was in so i kind of expect there to be a a little bit of crossover between some of these stories and maybe some of the old legend stuff so i don't know i don't know throwback to legends though yeah Yeah, i feel like we get a lot more of those in these books (laughs) yeah Uh, oh god although speaking of uh throwing back to legends uh charles hit number six here this is a i think a legends fan favorite character all right, so number six is The Plan by Saladin Ahmed. And I'm going to read the excerpt because it's short. It says, Someday, kid, I'm going to feed my beast a Jedi. Malachili's heart pounded in anticipation as he watched the arrogant young man in black step toward Jabba's throne. After all these years, after all the pain and loss, today was the day The Plan, capital P, finally became reality. So Malachili, being the rancor trainer... And the Rancor itself sound like they are going to be the mainstays of this story. Now, this interests me. I love the Rancor. Yeah. I love that scene, mm-hmm. even though, you know, it's very yeah. 81 or whenever it was that, that came out. I don't remember. 83. Um, 
I don't know, though. Why does Malakili want to feed the Rancor a Jedi? I'm going to need that to really make sense to me, I think, to fully yeah. sell this story. So for that reason, I'm going to put this B tier for me. Yeah. Okay. I agree and what that. makes what makes Malakili think that he's going to be the one to feed him the yeah. Jedi? And also, he like, didn't know a Jedi existed really <laughs> until Luke yeah. came in. So I'm wondering. Yeah, the, the backstory of this will be really interesting, and I think it'll it'll it never die on that because we can't so, see the best thing about Malakili is is his like crying. It's like always right. He's like right. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> so goofy. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> was showing your nipples to me really necessary, Eric? Welcome Jesus back, Christ. Corey. I mean, this is what happens when you're late. I feel like I was oh, watching my nipples a movie, come out, Eric. Thank you. That's what happens. Uh, that is a good. That is a good way to put it, though, Charles. Like because uh, it's risky going back to like anything old school. I think because if if it feels like they have to pigeonhole something, then it doesn't work. It it, 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 it there's always a risk of that. I think with short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, because everybody wants to write about the big stuff, the Forest mm-hmm. Jedi, this yeah. sort of thing. So um, yep. this will be interesting because, like you said, Eric, Malakili might not know shit about the Jedi. Like our understanding yeah. is that really nobody – they're legends at this point yeah. in history because it's been 20 years. Maybe his Guys, what if Malakili met Grogu? Oh, my God. That's what <laughs> All right. I, I may tier, genuinely be tier. upset if – Grogu makes an appearance in any of these short stories. Oh, there's frankly. no maybe about it for me, my dog. I will. Yes, we'll see how the episode goes. Um, Wes, however, for a much I would well no, I was about to say less controversial, but possibly the most controversial. Uh, hit us with the seventh one, Wes. Okay, the seventh one is Reputation by Tara Sim. This is a story about Boba Fett, mm-hmm. um, as you can see down here in the left. Um, he has caught uh, Han Solo. And so he's talking about uh, if you're if you owe debts to Jabba, then Jabba gets his man always. So, anyways, this is a. It seems like this story's already been told, to be honest with you, but I'm not sure exactly yeah. what the context is going to be outside of um, maybe how uh, the maybe the the difference between when we saw him last in the movie and then the difference between when we saw him like get transported from. Um, from Carbonite over yeah. to the actual Jabba's. Like when they hung him on the wall, yeah. that that's going to be it or something. We had a lot of comics, like the, the War of the Bounty Hunters and like Solo going back and forth, and the comics was like a huge thing. Yeah. So like that's been going on, and like, is he going to fall in the, in the pit again? Like, or, or is this going to be more so? Because like the excerpt sounds like it's a little more like, you know, watch it's watching Han die. But I feel like we've seen this story a bunch of times. I'm excited for a new spin on it, but this is one of the ones that I, as it came up, like, yeah, there's going to be Boba Fett, but I'm... You say just because Boba Fett, C tier. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I'm fine it's one of my that. Le- C or D? C-tier? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't think you put what? Boba Fett in, in D. Okay, that's fair. Neither that's do fair. I. I don't think you can either. That was extreme. That's Tell me, me this. Me. Tell me this, though. <laughs> Tell me this. Is it as established in canon that Solo and Boba Fett have a rivalry at all? Not Comics as established. Is, but not, not as established. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's there's a couple of hinted comics, but it's yeah. not like a huge story. Like whereas in Legends, it's like a massive thing. They're like yeah. arts oh yeah, no, right? No, like, not at all. I haven't touched that at all to that level. Yeah, that's a good so point. That's, that's a good point. So like, I don't, I don't. This is it, this feels a little weird to me that it's talking about. It feels like it's going to be a solo. Yeah. Boba Fett story when we haven't yeah. had a lot of, a lot of you know, right. 
yeah. precedent I'll for that. So I'll go C. I'll go C there. C tier. Yeah. We'll, we'll throw them in C tier. Oh. oh. Okay. I Sorry. Put, I, I would put that higher too. You, than, higher in C tier. Yeah. Like I think that's Gergeron. <laughs> the beginning of C tier. I like that. I'm not. Listen, you guys cannot be more know. excited for Malakili than you are Boba Fett. Come on. I I I gave my my crazy opinion. I was I was getting ready to 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 be. Disagreed with hardcore. I would, and I like, would oh, say yeah, I, I would. I would say one B-tier. problem with this okay. board right no. now. It's that Max Rebo is is not an S tier. <laughs> it's not. And that, an was, and that was my doing. <laughs> he's got a gig. Listen, he's got a gig. All right. All right. I think it's more important for the less lesser known characters to have more impactful stories mm. than the in like the more. Like the more notable characters to have impactful stories. That's right. So, so we can be even more annoying when we watch yeah. the movies and in the background we can be like, you see, you see that guy right there? Well, you know what he did. You know, he was mentioned yeah. from a certain point of view yeah. between the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I know. Can we not invite Wes over to parties anymore? All right, thanks. That's a fair point. I just, don't, yeah. I just don't want everybody to have a, uh, I don't know, negative or neutral like association with Boba Fett just because like – the Book of Boba Fett wasn't the overwhelming yeah. experience that we wanted it's just, it to be. Yeah, it's just oversaturation for me. I think I, like, we've yeah, got so much Boba Fett. Um, the quality He's might saying. be great, but just the excitement is like... We'll that, see. Uh, okay, this, this next one is we one of my most excited see. ones, and it is, I think, the most emblematic of why these books exist. It's called Kickback by K. Arsenal Rivera. This is the story of the guy who gets force-kicked by Luke. In that no. famous clip where Mark force Hamill kick. misses him, and it just they're they're yeah. gonna canonize the force kick, and it's <laughs> so good. dumb. Listen, and this good. is why this book exists. Last week, last week at the very end of the show, I don't know if you realized this. Like you asked Wes randomly what his what what which which story he was most excited for. I did. I don't right. I don't know why you only ask Wes this, but I queued up. <laughs> An imaginary story in my mind, because I thought you were going to ask me also, and this is what I was going I to say. Up. I swear to God. Really? I was actually <laughs> going to kick? say, jokingly, I hope they give us the force kick guy. I swear. That that's, was really what I was going to okay. say. That's easy I believe to say you 100%. Now, I know. I know it is. I know it is. But I saw now. Jared said something about it in Slack like right afterwards, and I was like, that's what I was going to say. So yep. that is, yeah. Yeah, that's I probably did. like one of the best ones I yeah, could have done. It, so I think it, if if I was <laughs> if I was left alone to like pick all the characters that get a story <laughs> in Return of the Jedi, and I was the only one in charge, this would have been like the, one of the first three that I would have chosen. To be honest, I, so like, I completely agree. I think I, it has this, to be done. I think it's S tier hype. Honestly, like I think knowing nothing because <laughs> this is purely a hype show. It's a meme. I think this is an S tier hype for me. I think it is. I think it's S tier hype. It's been a meme forever, so yeah. I think it has to be. Yeah. So a little peek behind the curtain. The uh, the character's name is Scion or Sion. Sion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I looked it up and I was like, oh, I'll put a picture of Sion on here. It's, I'm like Darth Sion is Darth Sion. Is in, is in, I, is I was going to say that. Lord. <laughs> Freaking Kotor two. He's the one that looks like he's wearing a scream mask from Kotor yes. two. Yeah. <laughs> I think, but, or is no, Sion the guy. one that's all crusty looking? Cracked one. Christ, crusty look. He's, he's like crusty. One yeah. man one never guy, one wore black sunscreen guy. in his life. Darth nope. crusty. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, but yeah, S tier for Sion. I want to know the force. It is like uh, in the first one where they canonized the guy who smacked his head on the on the thing. Oh, the yeah, stormtrooper. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Joe. Um, okay. Number nine. Almost a quarter of the way through. Number nine. Whose turn is it? 
Who hasn't talked about one in a while? Corey? I'll mine. talk about one. Corey, yeah. yeah, Corey. Yeah. Get number nine. Good, Corey. Number nine is, is Everyone's a Critic by Sarah Glenn Marsh. And this is... Um, Oh shit! I just forgot his name. No, Salacious. it was on the tip of my tongue and it's left my mind. Salacious Crumb. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was spot on. That's here. very good. That's that a weird good. talent. That was almost as good as my <laughs> Malachili sad cry. Um, oh, yeah. Malachili. Yep, Malachili. Yep. This guy. This is. I don't know. Salacious Crumb. I have trouble believing that he's sentient, even though it's already been like established. <laughs> yeah, because they're yeah. roasting them on spits in the Mandalorian. Yes, in the Mandalorian, <laughs> yeah. and they're like climbing in trees in, in another episode of Mandalorian. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what, what do they call something? Monkey lizard? Kowakian? Kowakian? No one knows. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> let's call the whole thing off. Yeah, I don't know. It does say he has a tiny mind in the uh, <laughs> in the in the excerpt here, so yeah. I don't give a shit about this story, frankly. <laughs> I think this might oh be the God, first. The this might up. be the this might be the first D tier for me, to be honest. I mean, that's just what I'm thinking because, like, it he's just, not yeah. he's not I'll very smart. That. What's he gonna I, have to say? I'll agree. Just sounds, I actually. It will just agree. sounds like he's ha- he's happy and content to be in the yeah. present about where he's at. That's All right. It. Down he goes. D. All right. Happy this is a meme. Tier. This is a meme. This one's a meme. I don't. I don't love. Yeah. I don't love all meme ones. Some meme ones, I guess, are okay. Some ones are fun. Movie making memes are fun, but this is just like kind of goofy. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um. All right. Next, next? I think when? is me. Charles. Yeah. Number okay. ten. Satisfaction. Kristen Baver. It appears to be a story about yet another member of the band Psy Snoodles. Uh, the lead. <laughs> Singer or one of the lead singers, I guess. And I don't, <laughs> I don't love size. I don't love size noodles. Um, was size noodles in the original cut of Return of the Jedi? No. Okay, so her oh, entire she, character really? was added. I think. I don't. No, think she it was, was there. That. That, I thought it was that, what, that part that I did, that was not in. But she, no, was, she I think, existed there. Okay, okay. I don't okay. know if she did. Did she? Yeah, I don't know. I, I have to see the movie making. Yeah, absolutely. Well, didn't yeah. we get some size noodles in uh, Clone Wars? In, in Clone Wars, yeah, wasn't she? Like, oh yeah, with Zero hey, or something baby. like that. Hey baby, yeah. hey, I'm gonna get uh, you out of here. That was oh, size noodles. You gotta be like I did not yeah. enjoy that. <laughs> oh, baby Zero. Oh, That's yeah. right. You don't want more of that? that? No. Was that really her? I thought it was just the same species. Was that? Oh, it was size noodles. noodles. Holy uh, shit! I don't never read the audiobook, By the way, her. I, this is this is D tier for me. Sorry, zero. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna bump it up to C just because I like Kristen's writing, especially in Skywalker Family at War. I think it will be written well, um, but it would be like low C tier. I think. Yeah, I, I don't care about size noodles. I just think it will be a good thing to read. But I, I can't argue with the fact that I I'm don't not. Care I'm not. I'm definitely. I'm not gonna enjoy this at all now that I know that character is. Okay. <laughs> that's the one in Clone Wars. That's what I'm going to think of. She was, she oh, was I, awful. I'm going to say she was terrible. Well, it, yeah, and the whole the whole arc of that that, that scene was, was strange terrible. to begin with. Yeah, um, I'm going to say D. We got all right. We got two D's and two all right, D's. Throw it, double D's. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, D's but I'll put her in front of. Space. Oh, hey, yeah. double D. Yeah. I agree with I agree with D. Ed, well. Ed and Eddie reference. Are yeah, you kidding? Yeah, Eddie reference. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> I can't oh, recognize my. that. It was impressive. Yeah. Awesome. All right, then. So that's Charles. 
Uh, yeah, so Wes, yes. you're going to start off so, our, our second quarter of... Uh, oh, hey, this is so apt that you're, that you're yeah. doing this one. So I'll definitely do this one because this is the one that I talked about last week of the uh, story that I wanted. And yep. it was this, about the Sarlacc. It's mm-hmm. titled My Mouth Never Closes by Charlie Jane Pause. Anders. Um, <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> What that mouth do, Sarlacc? Pivot. So, Pivot. Um, and then we, we spoke about this last week, too, and Corey made me think, I don't think that the Sarlacc should be sentient, and I agree with you. It shouldn't ha- be... But when I think back on it, like I, I want it to be sentient, and I want it not to be sentient, just because I wanted to talk about the stuff that goes inside of it and how mm. it digests things, and that's really about it. But this... This uh, this excerpt seems more like it has feelings, and this, the poor Sarlacc is kind of going through it, and it, it's too hot outside, yeah. and the sand itches its throat. So, it, like, it, I don't think that something this menacing and devastating should be sentient and have feelings, if that's indeed what this story is about. So I may be labeling it or mislabeling it. Oh, I it. think that's spot on. I mean, I think I, I will reiterate what I said about the droids. I think there has to be somewhat of a human, like... It has to be relatable to people for it to be right. a viable story, in my opinion. So not every creature has to be sentient in Star Wars. Like, you know, they say that, like, a, like super intelligent dogs have, like, the the intelligence of, like, a two-year-old, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if that's medically accurate. But, like, yeah. if if the smartest dog is, like, barely sentient, then there's no way that, like, this snake beak thing in the middle of the desert <laughs> yeah. is snake sentient. Beak, I mean... <laughs> I just I don't you know. know. What? If it have... was if it was smarter, it would just get up, walk into town, and buy some food. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's right. That's right. Why not? Uh, also, right. I got to say, yeah. guys, the one thing that really hits me about this story that I, I'm generally not a fan of uh, it's written in first person. Mm. Oh, like, it's a Starlack saying, "I am it doing is, this. Right. I I do not yeah. care for first person stories." I'm serious. Uh, oh, I've tried right. letting you know every way I can. You keep doing. It feels very sarcastic. Like almost. Yeah. It's gonna be tongue in cheek for sure. It is. Yeah, and beat tongue I'm crazy cheek. about that. Yeah, I go deeper on this that. one. It's weird. I don't mean to do like we're we're on a roll now, but like. <laughs> I really... What is there less? What's less than D tier? Do we just agree no, that this it. is all we're doing? That's, yeah, that's all we got. Is there okay. lower? No, I thought there was not 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 in this chart. Not we this made chart? this. Oh, okay. All right, that's definitely <laughs> D tier. I thought there was lower than D tier. No, I think there is on the normal tier maker, isn't there? What color is can, lower but... than the green? <clears throat> Blue, isn't there blue? There's blue, I think. Man, Corey doesn't show up for pre-check, and it's like, wait a minute, this. The, I don't know. I'm sorry. All right. Last time, don't you remember doing it with all the books? We had like Wes could have a scroll because it was so wide. Yeah. So I don't yep. know. Anyway, D tier definitely. D tier definitely. Uh, next up, this one. Okay, this one is odd, but maybe cool. <laughs> uh, it's called Kernels and Husks by Jason Fry, who has had uh, stories, I believe, in the last two. Um, this is about Sim Alu, who is, like, one of the Emperor's crony dudes, um, who's just, like, has those weird, gross robes, and they're, they're, so like, pale. the, the guys palest. are, all, yeah, the pale, they're always in the, in the background when Palpatine's talking on the Death Star, and, like, he seems, like, based on this excerpt, he's a little murderous, it's gonna be a little, like, devious, more, like, behind the scenes, yeah. Jason Fry has done some pretty good stuff about, like, he writes a lot of pilots, writes a lot of intrigue. I'm open to this being cool. I think these guys are creepy and gross. Yeah, look at this gross dude. Mm. I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. 
But I'm intrigued by him, and we put he him look, in C-tier. He looks like a pre-Snoke a little bit. Like, <laughs> Listen, yes! well, I actually I will push back hard on you, Eric, and I would put this in S-tier for me, Whoa. actually. Whoa! Yes, because... Oh, my God! Listen, think about it. How much okay. do we know in canon, honestly, even in Legends, about the Emperor after Order 66? Basically That's a good nothing. Point. That's a good Basically point. Basically nothing, a good right? Point. Like, I don't know why the Emperor is so untouchable in storytelling, but we don't have very much. But all of the Emperor stuff in, uh, uh, what was the Sith book called, where they went to Ryloth? What was that Shadow book called? Shadow of the Sith. Lords, oh, no, Lords of the Sith. Of the Sith. Lords, Lords of the Sith. Sith. All the stuff that was in that book that was like Palpatine and Vader was fantastic. It was just the Ryloth stuff that wasn't very good. So... <laughs> Like I think this is a very interesting, okay. interesting opportunity to sort of see behind the cloak a little bit with, okay. with Sidious. Like, is he going to talk about his planning? Like, what the hell do advisors to Sidious even yeah. do? Right? Do they like play cards with him? Like, do they right. like, know him as like a dude? Right. Like, what is okay. their rank? Do they boss around Imperials? Okay. Like, how does it? So I think this has got like a lot of interesting opportunity maybe i think I'm feeling, it could be I'm done i'm feeling myself getting swayed it could, it could be I'm done feeling, it, it could only work guys, if it's sorry go ahead John. i think those guys are probably bottom of the barrel i don't think they hold sway at all look at their uniform bro he clearly they have, to. <laughs> they have to i think they're like i think they're gonna know more about like sith stuff than anybody yeah. else yeah palpatine can i, I wear think. a suit no you must wear this silly hat Dude, I don't look in that. And you also, you must never use moisturizer. Palpatine's got a weird thing about making people wear stupid hats. That's true. That's fair. That's, that's fair. That's I think just because the guy is disgusting to you, Cor or to, uh, Eric, that it needs to be he needs to be that much more interesting. He he's yeah. he's got he's yeah. got you. He's got you. You hate him because of his look, so he's got you there. Oh, I'm a but shallow. I, I'm a shallow dude when it comes to Star Wars characters. Are <laughs> like, you ugly? I, I don't put him in S tier though. I would say A tier. I would say A tier because he's su- he's such a background character. If he has okay. some kind of story that sways the whole decision making of the movie, like yeah. that would be fantastic. Like, story Joseph says in the chat, like like a Rasputin, like a like a kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, exactly. Character. Okay, exactly. I'll go A tier. I'll go A tier. The actually. story the story doesn't the, the character actually doesn't really matter that much. The ability yeah, to see behind yeah. the curtain of Sidious to see what his closest pals are up to. See I think behind that's an this cloak. Opportunity. Yeah. You want to get a look yeah. under that cloak? See what's going on underneath under there? that cloak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do I have a comic for <laughs> that you? That was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Naked. <laughs> Excellent. All right, cool. I'm. I, all right. I like that. I'm, I'm swayed. And if it sucks, okay. I'll let you know. Uh, next one, uh, number Blame thirteen me. here. I personally wrote it. Right, well, <laughs> who is our Corey's after you. Corey? Oh, thank okay. you. Um, the next one is called The Light That Falls by Akimi Don Bowman. And this one looks to be I don't know what the character is. Who's the character? Oh, the it's the the, 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 yeah, the bog in the at Dagobah, the snake that that uh, snake? spits out R2. And that's just like living there. Oh, wow. Really? That's like Oh, I think cut. oh I think I heard about this one. Um if Tom's still in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is the dragon snakes and the planet's like reaction to Yoda's death. That's what it. That's I what think. it reads like. That's what the excerpt reads yeah, like. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure if. Yeah, Tom said the dragon snake on Dagobah. Yeah, like. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Which Which one is that? Is that the one that eats R two? Yeah, I think it's the one where they're looking around. And then it, it crests over the water. Like something's out there, and it goes. 
Maybe. And then I that's think in, it's R2 that's, in that's in Empire, though. I don't yep. think we see it yep. again in, in Rajay, so... Yeah, so... The, oh, yeah, Kale. Same character from Katie Cook's comic <clears throat> in Empire Strikes Back, which I'll pull up as we're chatting here. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the one that eats R2 and tosses him back. Okay. Interesting. This could be interesting. I mean, if it... Again, as long as it's not... Here we go, this one. Oh, my God, my camera's being all crazy. There we go. Yeah, sploosh! Nice, okay. Okay, cool. (laughs) Again, if the the story is not about the experience of this random creature that lives in this little pond, as long as it's not that, and it's actually about this sort of ethereal idea of Yoda has been among us for so long... And now yeah. Dagobah almost reacts to the lack of his life force. Yeah. Like that, that would be, be interesting. Maybe it be becomes really super aggressive, and it would never have spit R two out if Yoda's calming presence wasn't there. You know, maybe so. Maybe That's so. That's really cool. Has potential. Yeah. This has potential. That anything, has potential. anything Yoda adjacent, in my opinion, <clears throat> has potential. Yes, agreed. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um, I go low A, high B on this one. I think. I would, I would agree with that. It also has the opportunity to go really wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So. But that, I think that's exciting. That's what I want. I want, yeah, I want okay. it to be amazing or skippable. I don't want to. <laughs> that's fair. That's I fair. don't want a fine story. I would be excited for this one. If I, I'm looking at all the characters, and like if I were picking them one out in it, we all, we all got to only choose like 10 or something. Like I would maybe mm-hmm. pick this one as one of the 10. Yeah. Okay, I dig that. I think didn't right, Tom cool. just say it's I more? Wouldn't. It is ethereal. Yeah. Know what he said? Yep. Yeah, he said more, more ethereal okay. than some of the other creatures. So that's exciting. Interesting. Okay, interesting. Okay, cool. Oh, speaking of I'm ethereal, uh, the next one. All right. After court. Only Charles should do that's this one. That's me. Absolutely. From a certain point of view, by <laughs> Alex Jennings. It. He said the thing. <laughs> and it and the little excerpt leads off with that exact quote. So what I told you was true from a certain point of view. So I mean. Look, guys, number one, it's Obi-Wan, and especially it's Force Ghost Obi-Wan, where his hair uh, moves around his head every other scene, and it's just in a slightly (laughs) different position. Um, There's that, and there's the fact that this entire series, this entire three books now, has been built upon that exact line and everything that you can build out from that. So I think it would be disrespectful to put this any lower then A tier. I'm biased. I agree. But I think A tier. I agree. Can you imagine if they hadn't named it this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the log yeah. or something. Yeah, no. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm great with putting this. My hype for this, because of, because of the initiative as a whole, I'm actually going to put it in S tier hype for me because I think this should kind of bring the entire idea together. And I think this speech with... Obi-Wan, Ben, and Luke is actually super important to like the journey of Star Wars as a whole. So my hype for this one is high, but like similar to the last one, it can really go downhill if it doesn't hit that importance, but I feel like they've been building to it. (laughs) From a certain point. Yeah, maybe so. I I think that, uh, I mean, I definitely think that, that just the sheer importance of sort of the dynamic between Yoda and Luke and Obi-Wan is like maybe the most important in all of Star Wars. Like, yep. I don't know. There's something special about their all connection. And yeah, you know, so I think this has got a lot of potential. I mean, I'm excited for this. Like Luke and Obi-Wan and, and Rache are, are really cool. And they're little, <laughs> the difference between the way that Luke 
discusses with like Obi-Wan in Rajay compared to how argumentative he was with Obi-Wan oh my at gosh. the very beginning. Like, it's just, no question. It really does signify Luke's journey. Like He is a Jedi, right? Yeah. I mean, I love that. It's just, it's got a lot of potential, so. Absolutely. Great. Love that one. Um, Great. Oh. A certain point of view. All right, Wes, the sexiest story next. Oh, hey. Um, next up is No Contingency by Fran Wild. Um, this is about Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mon Mothma. <laughs> That was no contingency. That's a great friggin' title, actually. That's a there's great a title. There's a there's a book on my on my read list right now about like committing to plans, and it's called Burn the Ships. And Ooh. it's 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 like there's some famous I don't remember like Roman emperor or something that sailed somewhere and like committed to the battle by once they landed on the beach they burned all the boats. We're like we're going to we're either going to we're either going to win or we're going to freaking die. Maybe it was Napoleon actually. I can't remember who it was. It was some famous commander. <laughs> um but this is like Motho do the same. Dude, I think that's the no I think that's what this that's what this is, right? No contingency yeah. burn the ships, dude. I, I think that's so Yeah. That's badass. I'll just read a little bit <laughs> says there's no there's no time left for planning or caution. Mon Motha, dressed in a torn crew jacket and a mm. tan canvas cap, hiding her auburn hair, boards a borrowed trader shuttle, just like a frickin' rebel would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That blast part's not in there, but, you know. Um, yeah, this, this makes her seem more human, to be honest with you. Yeah. More in tune with the rebels. She's not just um, dictating and, and, and leading from afar. She's actually getting into the fight. Yeah. Um, so, ooh, but... Does it reach S tier, gentlemen? I think, um, again, it's, it's almost like we've heard, kind of heard this story before. We know that Ma Mothma is, you know, she is part of pushing the rebels to the absolute limit to win. But is there something different that we're going to get something different out of this story? I'm not so sure. I give it an A tier because only, and I'll, I'll be 100% honest, it's the Andor bump. Like, legitimately, yeah, it is. Genevieve O'Reilly's performance in Andor now giving us more of that character. I'm going to read the that bump. in here. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to read that into this story. So, that's what I... I agree. Wow, we are we are perfectly aligned in three in each tier for the first time. <laughs> yeah, we are. It's also 15. symmetry. <laughs> It's also, to, <laughs> to close the thought on this, it was Hernan Cortez in the Spanish Conquest of ah. Mexico who did this. So, Well, anyway. excellent. I know. Yeah. All right. Next up, Fantastic completely different helmets. straights there. Uh, it's The Burden of Leadership is the next one by Danny Lore. It's a Lando story. Um, we haven't gotten Lando in a while in uh, – well, we got him a little bit in Shadow of the Sith. But, like, last shot, we got a ton of Lando. He's been in the comics a bit. Um the show is apparently still happening. Um, yeah, right. I'll, I'll but, believe yeah, it when, I, when it's yeah, freaking right. airing. When I, I, yeah. I, I'm not even sure I'm going to believe this, and, like even when we get a trailer. I'll be like, yeah. You know, when it's airing, I'll, I I'll agree. see that when it's on, on Disney+. <laughs> <laughs> but this uh. this one, is it because we don't get a lot of General Calrissian. Like, this is him mm-hmm. going in, I'm assuming, to the Death Star. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. B. Maybe. Like, our reaction, just a B. I'm excited for it, but it's not really at the top of my list because it's still kind of – he's got to fly it, it in. He's got to fly it out. I don't know. It's a, it, having, yeah. having one of the main characters, Lando or, or Han, like talk about playing cards is a little bit of a tired trope in my opinion. Like, Sure. I mean, how many times can we – Yeah, the Sabacc table. 
Yeah. yeah how many times done. can we have that story about right. like he's playing cards? It's always about reading your opponent and. <laughs> Am I going to play this way or am I going to play yeah. that way? Like, yeah. that's just a little... Got to roll the dice. It's a little <laughs> it's goofy like, to yeah. me. We, we just, yeah, we get it. But, um, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. It's uh, a great title. Well, I say this a lot. <laughs> I'll put him right in the middle. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. Oh, he'd love that. He'd love being in the middle of anything yeah, he can. Face. Am I right? Hey. 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 <laughs> uh, Not oh. a scratch. You promise. I have your word. <laughs> No, it's good. Will you get out of here, you pirate? You old pirate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, speaking of great titles, uh, Corey, the next one. This is one of the ones I was actually similar. I don't think I said it last week. This is one of the random characters I was thinking about. Uh, the next one is Gone to the Winter Circle by Patricia A. Jackson, which seems like a really bizarre story. It's about like a speeder bike like pilot, like, uh, like on Andor, like the speeder bikes, right? Like... Yeah, the one that Luke chops off, and I think that, that smashes into the tree. I think. Yeah, but one. it's it's a little <laughs> confusing. Like it sounds is. like like I don't know if is this like a because it names himself TK one five one. So yeah, but he's not on his own bike, right? Do you see that TK TK one five one grin with euphoric nostalgia until the rebels scored a direct hit on TK two nine zero's bike. So is this Ooh. some random guy who like stole this dude's armor and his speeder bike, <laughs> and then he actually dies bike. because of it? Like, it seems like, who is this? Maybe. It, seems, it seems like he's a street racer, like an old street racer that is on a bike. But that's a good point. So why well, isn't he on his own die. bike? Well, why I think he's he on his own bike. bike though? I think he is on his own bike. But the other guy oh, gets shot on sees. his bike. Okay, yeah, 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 he sees another them. person die. All right, all right, all right. that makes sense. That makes sense. I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Also, 450 kilometers per hour. <laughs> oh yeah, is Corey, this is your story. Very right here. fast. Yeah, this is sorry. racing. Gonna, this is F one. I know <laughs> this is a good one. Let me convert this. This is 280 miles an hour. That is too fast to go on a motorcycle, guys. <laughs> Hot take. Medical advice. That's too fast. <laughs> that's too <laughs> fast. That's that is significantly faster than Formula One cars. I think the fastest they go is like 220, I believe. So like, mm-hmm. 280 is. I'm not even sure that a human could could sustain the g-force of going 280 miles an hour on a motorcycle. Mm. So it's I'm not sure. Story. I'm not sure if you not could. Believable. <laughs> Can't <laughs> do it. Right. Only well, if they make it. That. Only if they make it canon. If it's like, if there's if the speeder bike has its own gravity field that sucks you into the bike and reduces g-force. Anything's Listen, possible. Anything, Anything is possible <laughs> from certain point of view books. Like, if they can make that random guy cannon that trying to save budget yeah. by not shooting the empty the empty uh, escape pod with the droids in it in, in A New Hope. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, do, my numbers, my data's off. They can do literally whatever they want if they can make that cannon. So yeah. I'm excited for this, to be honest. Like, I'll, there's not a lot of racing stuff in Star Wars, but I welcome yeah. it. Yeah. Probably get some racing. Charles, you've been wanting your pod <clears throat> racers for a while. I think this might be the closest we out. get. Still Until Fakpov TPM, <laughs> that's gonna I be haven't a gotten thing. into. I haven't gotten into MotoGP yet. That's next. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Um, what are we thinking? I would. I would put I it lower than that. Honestly, I'd probably put C. I think. I mean, okay. maybe top of C. Maybe around. Yeah. Top of C is good. Top of C is good. Yeah, I'm. I'm on the same boat. Um, I'm more excited for Boba Fett than this, though. To be honest, personally, but wow. Well, that's you. I'm not. I'm not. Yep, I'll put him up a boat fit. Okay. We'll see. But I like that we'll area. See. It seems like a rando, uh, so I don't know. Maybe. I like All it. Right. Uh, Next. Char- yep, Charles, hit us up. One Normal Day by Mary Kenny. 
and this appears to be a wicked story. And I'm going to just read this last part because I think it tells us what we need to know. Wicket's eyes popped open without his permission. Ships, no, 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 no. He did not want to feel this pang of curiosity. He did not want to chase after ships. He wanted one normal day. So I like this. I think this sounds promising. One, Wicket's awesome. Love Wicket. Love the Ewoks. Um, And I really like that it sounds like they are making Wicket get his own little miniature hero's journey like the refusal of the call and then he's gonna obviously go and meet leia oh, yeah. and all this kind of stuff i mean okay. you recognizing I, story oh, beats, look at Charles. That. Hey. My goodness. <laughs> i'm i'm interested in this one i i actually am personally going to put this s tier i have high hopes for little wicked wow no. you know i don't even i don't even <laughs> i don't even think, i don't i don't i don't think i disagree with that actually i think it's got what? potential I think I would put it S tier. Right. I think okay. it's got the a ones lot. Of we, I'm looking at. I'm looking at the other st- stories, yeah. like A tier stuff. Like, yeah, I'm definitely more excited to read about this yeah. than than Max Rebo, who's just got yeah. a gig. I mean, come I on. I think I'm. I think I'm just not a. I'm not a Wicked fan. I think I missed it. But maybe this will be what, what converts me. Maybe this it's, will be it's, the one. Maybe it, again, they have to. They have to make. They have to make like lesser intelligent aliens seem like they're really intelligent yeah they're smart like right those you are it's okay it's okay for their dialogue to be kind of a little goofy and stuff but like like if it makes them dumb like big like think, big think yellow about, orb in sky like you know if it makes yeah, it dumb then it's yeah. not relatable but if it makes it like a hero's journey then i, I think mean they did really worship rich. golden rod but the it's the true. Thing, sure think about if wicket was constantly getting in trouble for his curiosity and he's been like, you know, yelled at by the elders and all this kind of stuff. And he's doing everything he can to be a good little Ewok and keep himself in line. And then him not doing that is what leads to them helping the rebels and actually defeating the Empire. That's S tier, man. Okay. I agree I mean, with I that. Fight you. If that's what happens, for sure. If that's what happens. Um, I'm, I'm not super excited about, um, about this one either, but I'm not, um, not excited. So, I mean, I, I would say this one is A tier bottom bottom eight tier for me um and y'all want to put it at s tier we could put it into vest tier i'm fine end with vest tier i'm not putting end up over ben kenobi <laughs> no, no, i'll no, do no, a no, lot no. not at all not at all all right uh west continuing the the trend there Ooh, next this next one is called divine intervention by paul crilly um Much this smart. one is oh who is i'm sorry i'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pull up the uh, the actual name. Um, uh, Logray, 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 Logray. That's Logray, the, uh, the shaman. Yeah, that's the actual like the shaman um, Ewok. So this one is short. So the golden one had abandoned them. The shaman Logray knew this, had seen the proof with his own eyes. This one sounds not too interesting because we didn't get a lot of information, but. Um, it's funny that they actually put that in there as, I mean, I know that they were, they, um, they praise, uh, C-3PO as like the divine God. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny that they also figured it out. Like, hold on a second. He's actually not the, the most powerful being in the world. It should be Luke Skywalker over here. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know about this one. I think I might put this one in C tier to be quite honest. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I agree. I don't know. Wicket's interesting. Low gray, like 
also just the, the pro style, like the golden one abandoned them. He had seen the proof of the golden one. Like the Seems there's goofy. a bit of a Seems yeah, there's goofy. a bit of a yeah. bit with it, but like we know it's three PO, so it's not like I as reader, I'm like, oh my gosh, what will he figure out? It's like it's a robot. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's yeah, like you have to get the pros right on these. So I would agree with that. I'd say low, pretty low. Yep. Yeah, like what story would they exactly tell with low grade? I mean, he's yeah. right. like there's I'm gonna really give this one they can... a low grade. <laughs> oh, damn. I love that. Like put it put top, it in D. Top of D. That'd be fine put with D. D. I'll put him in D. Top right. of D. Top of D. Also, what is up with this little quote uh like question mark in parentheses? I don't know in the, the title. title. I like I that. Yeah. It's like it's like divine intervention? Is it? Is it not? Yeah, it's like Maybe? admitting that it's That's not. Crazy. It feels very Gen Z to me. I'm not a fan. Could be. <laughs> Um, this next it, one, though, uh, I'm going to use my card here because this one's called The Buy-In by Suzanne Walker. Uh, it's Nora Wexley. I'm putting it in an S tier. She was my one character whoa. I wanted. I, As, as you all know, Who from the last is Nora few episodes, Wexley? Aftermath main character. This is a book-only character that we knew. I'm an Aftermath girly, as you all know, from Utini Court <laughs> and the tier <laughs> rankings hey. of the books. Um, I love that we're getting Nora back. We're, this is going to be her flying into the Death Star. We got it a little bit in the flashbacks of the books. Um, this is one of my favorite EU only characters, and this is—I'll be shocked if I don't just like read this one. Well, <clears throat> second, because I already started the book, but I kind of want to just go right to this story. I don't think that Y wings are known as being light and agile. Aren't they bombers? Yeah, they're like yeah, slow they're and clunky. Isn't that how everybody describes them? They're clunky. But it handles like a dream under her. Under her. Because she's making it go. That's true. That makes I me respect that but you love this character. Her. I think the average person is not going to be as excited about this. Oh, yeah. I'm not average, Charles. I'm exceptional. Uh, clearly. <laughs> you're, I forget you're this about me. I remind you all the time. You're exceptionally <laughs> something. Um, I, don't, I, I, would, I would put it... I would I would I would put it maybe A or B. Yeah, A or All B. Right. I would put this Yeah, maybe maybe end of A. I would think would be okay. I, I'll accept end of A. It pains me to do so, but I that's fine. End of A. I hope I it's good. Who, I've missed her I very thought, much. I thought this I thought Nora Wexley was I don't know. Who's the who's the pilot in the sequel trilogy? Snap. Whose mom was Snap. Snap yeah. 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 This She's is his mom. mom. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. And she's doing the Death Star was. run. Yeah, she has she has PTSD uh, memories about it in the aftermath book. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. I remember that. Yeah, this is A tier, I think, personally. Excellent. Personally. Right. Very happy. All right. Okay. Now I we're in the second I'm half. Gonna... Another yes. God, these titles rock. This is a yeah, great title really again. Good. I know. All right, the man who captured Luke Skywalker by Max Gladstone. Max Gladstone is uh, great author name too. Yeah, so he's the he's the guy in uh, he's wearing black on indoor and he's like, we found this rebel wandering around in the right. woods. He says he's all alone. Like, he's so he's so pompous yeah. and like, he had this and he has some Vader the lightsaber. Is it that guy? Yes, he was armed only with this. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, it's like I'm there. It's like I'm there. Igor. Listen, I've seen Return of the Jedi a lot of times. I, I think, listen, I've probably watched Return of the Jedi almost as many times as I've seen Empire. No kidding. Like, I love yeah. this movie for some reason. Also, yeah. Commander Igar, I'm deciding his name is Commander Iger, and he's Bob Iger. Oh, and he works no. for the Empire. Igar. That sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, let's place this one quickly. we gotta, we got to zip through these a little faster. Right okay. Now. So I would say 
this is either high C or low B for me. I'm going low B. Low uh, B. Okay, I'll yeah, go low B. Low B. I'll go low B. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> low B, also known as uh, <laughs> yeah. Lando's nickname for Lobot. Also um, known as Lobi hey, One Lobi? Kenobi. <laughs> Lobi One Kenobi. All Very solid, good. solid gold. Um, next one's an right. odd one. What's next? Akbar. Whoa. Okay. Um, yeah. I want Akbar by it. Jarrett J. Krosazka. Um, Dude. So this is a comic. Awesome. So this is a comic. Is a comic. It is just yeah. like actually the Dragon Snake mm-hmm. one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Move this over. Interesting. From, Interesting. Yeah. From the other one. So. It says, all right, so there's two little speech bubbles. May the force be with us. And in this moment, I won't have time to second guess myself or my commands. So it sounds like first person Akbar going into the second Death Star run. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think the comic editions are pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. So I'd probably put this B tier. Yeah, I B tier. I like them. They're never <clears throat> my most excited, but they're always done well. Like it's kind of it's always fun to kind of see them exist, but more of as a concept than actually in um, execution really care. for me. I don't really I don't really care about this to be honest. <laughs> I, this is <laughs> here's my it's a trap. I'm gonna <laughs> take opinion. I'm always going to be negative. We're it's a trap. It's going to be really um, good. Well, I don't really understand the Anyways, necessity to put comics um, in these books. So I guess. I don't know. we can. Like, um, does the first one have a comic in it as well? What is the next one? Yeah, what's that drag? Oh yeah, I already skipped over that one. Next one is this U.S. Yeah, Arvel. Crinid is the next uh, character, yep. and the title is called The Impossible Flight of Ash Angels Jeez. by Marik Nukamp. N- Nijkamp. Sorry. Yeah. Um, this one, this rebel pilot, because it looks exactly mm-hmm. like a rebel pilot. A lot of pilots like next, in this section. Yeah, I'm into they it. They all look pretty much the same. <laughs> but um, this one, this, this one I'm more excited about just because of the overall theme of what I think these stories should be as background characters that really tell an impactful story that moves the movie like you wouldn't think it would. Um, let's see. Seems like a new pilot. They haven't seen the hyperspace before. Um, I'm going to put this at... God, we got a lot on B tier. Um, that's a C tier, bro. Yeah, C tier. C tier. Yeah, I'll, I'll go... We'll throw it in C tier just for now. We'll I talk go about higher it. in C tier. Uh, myself. Yeah. Actually, wait a minute. Hold on. Arvel Crinid. Okay, this is. Yeah, this is Green. Is Green Leader? I think this is Green Leader, actually. This that is actually changes a nothing. Green Leader. <laughs> Green Leader, say hello to Yellow Tear. You're now Yellow oh, Leader. See. Damn. That, okay, I can't. That's, that's too funny for me not to let you have. Great. All right, he stays exactly where he is. Awesome. All right. So after that, we go up to uh, Ending Protocol by Hannah Witten. This is another trooper story. Um, I don't know, man. I think <laughs> I, I have a trouble. I have a tough time with trooper stories just as a whole. Hmm. Um, I I've, I like to have like I like to know what's going on with them sometimes. But at the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. like. Especially in Return of the Jedi, part of my brain is like, you're still fighting for the Empire. You absolutely know who they are by that point. And even when you try to humanize the Empire a little bit, by Return of the Jedi, it's very clear what's going yeah. on. So, like, uh, I'm excited for this to maybe pump me up, but this is D tier for me, for, a, for mm. just a Stormtrooper. Okay. Yeah, I think that, I mean, when we first got the stories from Stormtroopers in the first... Um, 
from a certain point of view, then I was I was interested. I wanted to know what was going on, what they were thinking and everything. It just maybe too much. It may be too much. Okay. But I mean, D tier, I'll agree with you on that one. All right, it is. Let's uh, put him right here in a second. Oh, I think we got, and I think we got Corey coming back in. Yeah. There I'm he back. is. I'm back. I'm back now. Sorry, y'all. No worries. Worries. Oh, awesome. <laughs> just in time for uh, 25 here. Take it. All right, the last flight by Ali uh, Hazelwood. Mm-hmm. Um, is this another A-wing story? It looks like it. It's red this three, is another it A-wing like. story, and that is a this... that is a very bizarre silhouette for an A-wing. I have to say, that looks oh yeah. Crazy. You don't look at him from front the front on. I know it's <laughs> right on. Yeah, it could be the back actually. <laughs> yeah, you can't tell with the silhouette at this yeah. angle. <laughs> anyway, so she's the female A-wing pilot from also on screen in Return of the Jedi. One of the A-wing pilots. It says but... it says Solus. Is she a Soluston? I assume no, she is. No, she's talking about Sullust. Left oh, okay, Sullust. okay. Yeah. Interesting. She's a human. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Fighter pilots, we've had so many of them over the years. Like, if Green uh, Leader is C tier, this is yeah, red put, three. <laughs> I just want to throw this out So when out you were there. gone, Corey, we put Green Leader in C tier right after Boba Fett. I'm fine <laughs> with, yeah. I mean, C tier? Yeah, okay. I, I would put this in C tier as well. I don't really care about... The random pilots that they all have the same backstory. They're from a mm-hmm. shitty war torn planet. They have some <laughs> tragedy and they need therapy, and so they join yep. the rebellion. Have so, you read Alphabet Squadron? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, two fun facts about this story. Number one, uh, one of the time I just put in the chat. Uh, so, this was a female pilot that was overdubbed by a male actor in the movie. What? So, I didn't even there. know that was a thing. It was. Uh, two, though, Allie Hazelwood, this author. When she was announced, a, a certain section of like the book internet book talk group got very excited because she wrote the love hypothesis, which is the super super famous um, like romance s novel that was based on Raylo fan fiction that then became a book and now is a book series. So she's one of the most recently famous romance authors out there, hmm. and she's not writing a romance story, which I'm actually excited about because I love when authors get to play with genre. So I hope that it's very good. She's also apparently an Italian neuroscientist, is what Google says when I Googled her name. Hell You said the love hypothesis, didn't you? Yeah. 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 It says she's a neuroscientist. Interesting. That's amazing. I love when people do that, do like PhDs and stuff, and they're like, eh, I just want to write books instead. Never mind. Don't care. This also says it's her pen name. Does that mean that's not actually your name? Yeah. Oh, yeah, usually. Interesting. Then, yeah. Okay. Cool. Huh. Yeah. Hope it's good. Interesting. Allie Hazelwood. That is a pretty good pen mm-hmm. name for a romance It's a writer, great one. Actually. Rolls yeah, off is. the tongue very nicely. Hazelwood. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Anyway. All right. All um, right. Yeah. Charles. Next, 20 and out by Lamar Giles. And it looks like this is someone named Core, And it is one of the guy, one of the Death Star gunners in those dumb helmets. Um, <laughs> the, so many helmets in Star Wars are just... It would never be functional in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And this one maybe takes the cake. Um, <laughs> maybe they have horrendous underbites, <laughs> so they, that's the reason that they have to have those. They have to have those helmets. Maybe because <laughs> they're just two helmets on top of each other. It's just an under. It's the same yeah. helmet. They're just like you know, they can't like they can't like lean their head back at all. I was just like no. thinking about that. That's on my head. I'm like I don't think you could like look up. At People all. were sleeping on the job, not. and Vader was just oh, yeah. like, "I'm going to change your freaking helmets, dude." <laughs> um, terrible exactly. helmet. Probably better story, C tier. That's all I have to say. 
Uh, yeah, put it below um, the pilots. I don't care about the Death Star gunners, man. I do. I kind of think I would like to put this in B tier, to be honest with you. It's okay. interesting. Oh, hold on. I read it now. I'll put in B tier because uh, B-tier, cause you know what the last sentence is? What? This was his last week on the platform. I'm oh, one yeah. week and away from retirement. All right. <sighs> it, it is his last week. It, it is. Yeah, he doesn't know that. <laughs> Exactly. Well, it's everybody's last week. Dark, dude. Oh my god, I'm gonna read him now as like Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon. Now that whole the whole uh, time, like man, just one more Death Star blast and I'm out of here. Listen, if we put the if we put the random like pilots in C tier, this guy has to be freaking C tier also. Why do we actually care about the guy who pushes the big green button on the Death Star? I don't care about him. Do you guys care about him? Wes I does. D- I, I just said that I care about him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. I like the story being one week. I like the one week away from retirement story. I think that's just funny. That bumped it up. All right, for me. fine. End of B tier. Whatever. End of B tier. <laughs> All, All right. right. So next up is the Ballad of Nanta by Sarah Coon. Sarah Coon. Um, so this one is about the Ewok who tried to turn his buddy over and he died. Right, so um, <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, so oh sad. yeah, oh well, I did not know that Ooh. was the character's yeah. name. Oh, These stories are passed down among our people so that we may never oh forget God. how we came to be and who we are, um, oh. or why we are. Nanta said, you know, I don't that think this Ewok, be that Ewok really below. thought they were doing something when they jumped off the tree ledge with that freaking paraglider, but they didn't do shit. So, no, man, <laughs> hey, oh. you got to have distractions. To help, you know, to All help right. infiltrate. This one, uh, I'm just not that. excited about the Ewok stories. I'm sorry. I oh. don't know why that that uh, that um, wicked one is up there in S tier, but you know, y'all swayed me. I guess. I know. <laughs> but I think this, this one. one itself, I think this one definitely D. goes above the other Ewok story. It has to be higher than that because it's written correctly. Like you can yeah. tell from the little thing I, here. Like I put this in A or B tier because I think that moment really? when the Ewok turns over and like earnestly sees that his friend is dead is, is actually one of like the kind of most emotional moments of the battle because it's like showing death affecting the Ewoks. Yeah. It shows the tide turning in the battle as well. Yeah. Like it shows that like, holy yeah. shit, maybe they're going to lose, you know? Like, yeah, I think it's going to hit. I don't know. I'm fine with, I'm fine with a is A is high. I'd say B. I'm good with B. What about <clears> like right above? There. Yeah, right there. High B tier. I like good. that. All right. Ooh. Sorry, oh. I, keep, I keep getting excited about these titles, man. Next one, this one, Then Fall, Sidious, by Olivia Blake. Um, okay, I'm going to read a little oh, bit of this excerpt like because it's written line. very differently. Yeah. Tell me, O Chosen One, do you dare strike the divine? When I am gone, there will be o- only be darkness. Cut me down, and all you leave behind is unfinished glory and an empty throne. <clears throat> S-tier the shit out of this one, dog. That sounds awesome. Ooh. That does sound good. awesome. A Jedi, he says, like his father before him. So be it. There can be no turning back from here. This one, yeah, sounds nasty. I'm gonna Let's put that this one, above, one, man. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next, all right, we have uh, we have Impact by Sean Williams, um, which is about the Executor. Actually, Executor, I think, is how you pronounce Darth Vader's ship. Actually. Executor. Like Sean Wood, isn't that who wrote the Force Unleashed novels? That seems uh, like uh, it. Yeah. That's the name sounds familiar. Super, oh, well, I mean, it's a common name. I guess it would be the same name. But I'm looking it up. Unlikely. Looking, uh, yeah, it is. That's Force Unleashed. I can't believe yeah. you. I can't. Holy shit, Charles. I can't believe you pulled that. I <laughs> just right. now. 
I really uh, enjoyed those audiobooks, weirdly enough. Okay. Wow. Okay. Impressive. I'm like really impressed that you memorized, remembered that fact, Charles. Yeah. That's that brings it up. So, that brings it up for me. I, I'm down for anything about Darth Vader's ship, honestly. I think it's cool as hell. I think, mm-hmm. I think every way we've ever heard people talk about serving on his ship is both like, it's both like the greatest opportunity in the Empire and also mm-hmm. a huge freaking personal risk. Yes! <laughs> That's how everybody seriously. has talked about it before. So I'm, I'm down for this. This is A tier for sure. Maybe S tier yeah. even. I'll go A tier here. I'm not as I'll excited about the ship as an idea, but I'm willing to let it sway me. But I'll, I'll go. I'll go mid A yeah. tier. I will say. I will say it's written as if it's the ship itself. So that is mm. not great. We'll see. <laughs> okay. We'll see. I'll put it. I go pew 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 Mama. pew. I feel the humans <laughs> in my belly. Oh no! I'm going to die. Also, oh, that's, the, that's the ship. Also, I have a mild problem with the fact that the. Executor is a superstar destroyer, and this is definitely not a superstar destroyer silhouette on this graphic. But that's wait. Okay. Tom so says here? it's not the ship. <coughs> oh, it's not okay. the ship. It's so that's ship. good. Right. But it does look like it. That up. is the weird silhouette. Tie up. All right. We'll put it in eye. All right. What's next? Trooper Trouble by Trooper Trouble. Laura Pole. <laughs> and okay, it looks like this is like a diary entry, more or less. It says TK four two three. Log DS2 entry 11, and I do like the first line here. There is still no calf in the cafeteria. They're uh, cutting back. They're I don't, cutting back expenses. I've seen it before. They're bringing you back I've to residency, Charles. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we talked earlier. We don't necessarily love all the random troopers, random pilots. I like the humor that I'm kind of seeing in this excerpt. Um Let's yes. see. We need. I don't want to point line. fingers, but perhaps the solution to the we need more men problem would be not to throw all available men through the airlock once they complain there's no calf. <laughs> I like that. I like that. This could be fun. This, could be this, fun. this, this reminds yeah. me of that robot chicken skit where the emperor is trying to get to the elevator, and that that stormtrooper sees him coming, and he starts slamming the closed door button. <laughs> oh my God, he, yes. goes, he goes, "Hold the elevator!" And he sees him, and he starts hitting the closed button door, and yep. he's like, "He's like, wait, hold the elevator!" And he's like. Hold that. What are you doing? What, what's your operating number? He goes, it's TK42. Eat my ass. And then the door closes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this could be good. This is that this could be good. This, could this be is good. finally one that we saw that, that has a little bit of humor to it. And I um, I am very welcome to that. So I would say, man, you want to throw us in high B tier? I'm fine with high B. I think that's <laughs> high good. B. I'm fine with yeah, high B. High B is good. Uh, yeah, man. yeah. That that's could be fun. Funny. All right. All right. Down. All right. Our last quarter here. Good lord, there's so many of these. There's a lot. I know. It's it almost like there's right. 40 of them. All right, Wes. All right, who, who's up, Wes? Okay. So this one is called This one is called To the Last by Dana Schwartz. And this is about um Oh, it's about Admiral Pete. So it's uh oh, okay. <laughs> so no, he thought before his lungs constricted and the whooshing sound consumed him. I did everything right. It sounds like uh, Admiral Pete is uh thinks that he, you know, Admiral did Pete? his duty. Pete. Admiral Pete. Pete. Is that no, 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 screw him. Pete. His name is Pete. It is Admiral not Pete. Pete. <laughs> it's Piet. 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 All right. Piet. Yeah, yeah. Admiral Piet wondered if maybe he had made a mistake because his name is pronounced Pete. That's Pete. what it should be. So, anyway, um, 
this I like I like these uh, admirals and commanders and stuff because we don't they don't get a lot of a lot of screen time, but they also do so much more behind the scenes to keep the whole empire running before it you know essentially explodes. But um, I uh, you know what I want to put this in the middle of the B tier for for me. I put this higher up. Isn't he commanding oh. the? Isn't he commanding the? Executor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After a couple of them, yeah. a couple of them died and <laughs> got thrown out the airlock. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember the Battlefront game, the beginning of Battlefront Two, and the campaign when it opens and you see the the Executor explode on the Death uh-huh. in the Death Star, and it shows what's that guy's name? The villain guy who's like one of the admirals. Like he he like says something about Piet's arrogance or something like that. Like in the beginning of that game, I don't know if you guys remember that, but like I, I remember. do not. Like he's like he's pissed because this beautiful, incredible, gigantic weapon just gets mm-hmm. destroyed wastefully on the surface of the Death Star, and he like spits out his name <clears throat> and is like, Piet's arrogance will be the downfall of this empire or something like that. Like he he names him specifically. Mm-hmm. Like I can be down scene. for him. I can be down for him. I'm. I'm good to put him in B as well, but I could if you want to put him a little higher. I don't hate that. I would say I would say A for me if because uh, for the same reason that the executor is in is okay. in A because okay. this guy was put in admiral. He's the one that gets promoted in Empire. Remember? Right, right, right. He, he right. says, says Piet, you're in charge yep. now. So he's yes. he's survived as Darth Vader's admiral all this time. So okay. that, he's got to be. I think he's an interesting character. I'll who was bull- before? Who was before Piet? Was it Neater or was he after Piet? Neater? No, it was shit. What's that guy's name? The one that he came out of hyperspace too close to Hoth. <laughs> That's the yeah, guy. Yeah, Admiral, <laughs> yeah. Admiral. Gosh, this is where I lose in trivia, man. I cannot remember that. Right. We'll put him in A tier. Put him in like low okay. A tier. I'm gonna put him at the end. I'll put him at the end again. <laughs> All right, working that way. Uh, next up, uh, some more mysterious folks. Uh, the Emperor's Red Guards by Gloria Chow. Uh, guards. Leave us. Oh, okay. Another one that's in first person. Um, basically, you're just one of the red guards. Uh, a first person story. I like it for the same reason that we like the disgusting hat wearing dude from A. That like we can get some behind the scenes Palpatine. I don't <clears throat> like first person stories that much. So I'm gonna take the coolness of knowing about Palpatine here, but the first person <clears throat> reading experience. I'm gonna put it. I'd put this low C. What's the, I, what's I the Legends comic series that features one of these guys? Um, 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 Crimson Empire? Crimson Empire. That sounds right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I always yeah, thought Crimson those Empire. covers were cool. I never read them. Yeah, they look cool, but yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't excite me too much, unfortunately. I'm going to no. put a low C. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm with you, to be honest. Nice. All right, hmm. Corey? All right, we're at 33, I think, right? Uh, yep. Wolf Trap yep. by Alyssa Wong. Um, Olight. Oh, Light. It was an Ewok. What? Oh, Light. Another Stormtrooper. Oh, Light. It was an Ewok. <laughs> no one has ever said that in the history of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Oh, man. I don't know. Again. Oh, God. Uh, this, is the, this is the trooper who's getting his helmet taken for Yub Nub, and the Ewok is beating him with a skull. Beating a skull oh, in with a club. You know what? I like the scary <laughs> angle for Ewoks because Ewok, yeah, it's Ewok hunt. Yeah, Ewok hunt. On you got to say it so carefully, man. Um, that ver- <laughs> that mode on <laughs> Battlefront yeah, is yeah. horrifying. It is. it is. It's the most fun. I think most fun to play. I think in Battlefront. So it I is. don't know. This, I don't, again, this one more great. More random uh, troopers. 
I don't care that much. This is C yeah, for me. Yeah, but this guy's getting murdered. In this the, guy's getting like, murdered by an Ewok. During, like, yeah, in the story. I mean, we, we have a lot of, we have a lot of uh, random background troopers getting murdered on our list. So. Ah, we're going to oh, right. I'll, I'll go, yeah, okay. B tier right there. I put him in higher B tier. I want to see this guy get murdered for Yub Nub. Yeah, yeah see, because, of, because of the not to pulled mm-hmm. over the Ewok that died, yeah. then this guy dies right afterwards. So we'll yep. do that. Sounds good. All right, next. Number 34 of 40, the extra 5% by MK England. And uh, this appears to be another pilot story, I think, based on the picture. Mm -hmm. And the last line says, no, better to leave it, better to fly with a fierce and full heart. C tier. Well, this says Carrie, and I'm wondering, is that... Underwood? Yeah, it's Neff yeah, from Rogue maybe. Squadron. Oh, yeah. yeah, or that one. This is bringing back a character from Rogue Squadron, I think. Like, canonically. Carrie Neff. I just read those books. I don't remember Carrie at all. Yeah, Carrie Neff, the pilot who we see in the briefing room and during the celebration party. Thank you, Tom? I don't yeah. know this character. I, don't, I can't well, picture Rogue Squadron. So it's, it's a Rogue Squadron-esque thing. What's, so. your, what's your last name? Neff? <laughs> N-E-T-H. Yeah. Neff. Neff. Carrie Neth. Not yeah, Neth. She has a, she has a Wikipedia Neth. article, but I don't recognize her literally at all. She's in a very few background scenes. It's hard to see her at all. Interesting. That's a deep pull, though. I can appreciate that. It is a very deep pull. But, yeah, I mean, just, again, more general pilot stuff. I'll yeah. put him, we'll put him, with, put him with all the pilots together in C tier. Put her right there. They're all so they can all hang out. Good. All right. <laughs> oh, our, crap, our, right. our our B versus T tier is very much uh, villain sided. <laughs> oh yeah, it totally is. <laughs> all the troopers are in B. And all the pilots are in C. It's funny. All right, Ooh. next is all right, got? Wes. I mm. okay. Next one up is "When Fire Marked the Sky" by Emma Miyako Kandon. Mm. Uh, I believe this one is a um, uh, Wedge Antilles. Wedge Antilles story, Wedge. right? Yeah, Emma right and Wedge, and, man. And it looks like a, the very ending is said, I'm sorry, not the very ending, but the bottom of this um, excerpt says, when they wheeled away from the Death Star's active shield only to face the Imperial fleet, Wedge Antilles had the thought he never, ever let himself have. Ah, we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, because it's Wedge Antilles, I put him above here on the some of these uh, pilots, but um, it just seems like the same story that we've seen, you know, that it we're does. going to hear about. But, you know? but it's yeah. Emma Miyako Candon. But it's Candon. It's That's Ronin, man. That's also true. That's She's also true. not going to write so. <laughs> it the same way as everyone else. There's no way. Yeah. And it's yeah, her, we'll her canon debut. I'm sorry, B. B tier. Dude, B-tier. I would put this go with an S tier. This is okay, cool, yeah. Outvoted This is high This is high S tier for me. I think this is going to be awesome. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I put it above Bib Fortuna, who is Above Bib Fortuna. I would. I think she's going to rock this. Okay. You, you got roasted, Wes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I love to look at I'm I mean, doing a your, very... Your arguments make no sense except I... that you read somebody else's work from a while back and you've never read this story, but that's okay. Yeah, I know. I haven't read it. You haven't read shit yet, but she's S- <laughs> this is hysteria, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think Wedge is the most redeemable character in all the X-Wing books, like the Legends He's... ones. They've been releasing them. He's awesome. In fact, if Wedge had not been in Rogue or Rogue Squadron books, I honestly don't think I would have kept reading them because I, I deplore Cornhorn. <laughs> so yep. I probably wouldn't oh, have that finished. that poor guy. I know. That I poor 
He yeah, didn't make it in this one. Sorry. He's, he's, had, he's had far too much too much backlash. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I've probably turned okay. a lot of Star Wars fans away from that, unfortunately, but whatever. Here we go. Oh, I know. <laughs> you might not be wrong. All right. Our final five here. The Chronicler by Danielle Page. Um, another first person one. Keeps coming to me. Um, but this seems like, <laughs> I, I believe I remember correctly, this is an original character um, that is a chronicler of, like, a a historian, essentially, of the Rebellion. That's kind of like talking through, observing events and talking through recording the history of Return of the Jedi. I actually, if you're going to do a first-person account, I think this is interesting. Because it actually is like someone writing a diary entry, essentially, of what's happening. So, I like this better than the others. Um, I think this actually has potential to be pretty good. Uh, Mm -hmm. I put it in a low B tier. Probably for me. With most of these stories, there is a main character, and mm-hmm. this one, and there's probably two or three that don't have main characters. They don't have an actual character name to it. Right. So this is this is one of them. Yep. Low B tier for me. I think sure. okay. I'm interested in the conceit. Sure. Sounds good. All right. Put him oh, right damn. here right, where this guy dies. The next one. Hell yeah. Uh, the Veteran mm. by Adam Lance Garcia about Dexter oh, nice. Jetster. I was shocked to see this one on the list. To be this honest. has been everywhere online now. This is getting the most traffic of anybody. It really is very interesting. Like I knew that uh, we had something else that established him already. And was it Padawan? Was it Padawan? It was yeah. Padawan, which is what this is referencing. Lenara. That was the planet yeah. from that's Padawan. Right. The boy that's he had right. known. That, that's Obi Wan. That's the boy he met. Interesting. Interesting. This is cool. I'm down for this. This is is, is S tier for me. Easily. Okay, thank God. (laughs) Okay, yeah, for sure. I would say so. This is very interesting. What an interesting choice to put this in this book, in my opinion. Like, really, really interesting. I mean, I put this top of S tier for me. Yeah, what is the setting do y'all think this is? Is this this, this on Coruscant? I think it's in the diner. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Oh, man, he's still in the diner on Coruscant? Maybe. That's crazy. No way. I don't know. Maybe. Interesting. Maybe. All right, I put it yeah, S tier. Is... Right, maybe middle S tier. Yeah, up yeah. around Fortuna would be good. Ah, man, this force kick, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, next one's great. A, next oh, one's a doozy man. also. This okay. is, yeah, kill this Guys, one, Charles. Guys, I'm reading this excerpt. I, I'm sorry. Do it. Do the whole thing. All, All right, thing. Brotherhood. By Mike Chen. Does that sound familiar? Yes, it should. All right. The excerpt reads, Anakin. A voice, yet this was different. Clearly not a specter of the past. Nice. This didn't come with any memories or visions of things gone by. Instead, it was as if the words whispered directly into his ear, as if he wasn't a phantom lost in the oceans of the Force, but whole in body and spirit as he once was. A powerful Jedi Knight, combat-ready with drawn lightsaber and wide stance, staring down dozens of battle droids without a single worry. In fact, this felt just like that, but different, because this came right now. Anakin, that voice, Obi-Wan. Oh, I got oh chills. I got chills. Number one, Whoa. man. S tier, S tier, S tier, S tier, S tier. Top of S, I mean, top of S, just top of S. I do. I think this is the I'm most sweating. Like, I know. That was it's really Anakin good. becoming a Force ghost looking for Obi-Wan in the Force? Mm. And like, thinking bro, about dude. that, do you guys remember how Brotherhood <laughs> ended? where they went and saved the Neomordian, and they came out of the mist, mm-hmm. and it talked about Anakin and Obi-Wan, just how like literally nothing was a match for them that could be thrown mm-hmm. at them. And so hearing him like reference that kind of in that excerpt, man, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's sen- sensational. 
I really appreciate I really appreciate the Spectre of a Pat of the Past yeah. reference too. It's the old legend old yeah. legends book, Spectre of the Past. Yeah. It's fantastic. So Yeah. Yeah. We, great. we were all big fans I of mean, Brotherhood the Full Story by Mike Chen. There's yeah, there and I feel like too. this is gonna be just like the best hits of that mixed with Yeah. I still love Rogue. Man, what a powerful moment. I think I this this is like hand in hand for me for Obi Wan for uh in in like uh Luke talking to Anakin in um Whatever book that was. Yeah. Oh, Shadow of the Sith. Shadow of the Sith. Yeah. Which, coincidentally, is the author of the next story. Nice. Oh. So the next story is called The Steadfast Soldier by the one Adam Christopher. Um, This one is about... uh, This is about... um, I'm sorry. It's... um, What's... It's uh, Admiral Commander, Pride. It's not Commander, Admiral Pride. Admiral yeah. Pride. Admiral Pride. From the one that we saw. Were, I thought you were trying to figure out how you could pronounce that in some other bizarre way. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> You're pretty. 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 Admiral Pretty. Admiral Pretty. Pretty Admiral. This is basically him watching the Empire lose and all the, the Death Star raining down and yeah. seeing, like, what do they do now? Yeah. So As I served you this, in the old days. The old wars, the old wars. As I told you, the old war. It was a great. It's a great freaking line, man. It is. So yeah, I still serve you as I did in the old wars. Uh, It's good. This will be fun. This will be cool. I think it's be really good. Yeah, A tier. A tier. I I won't put an A tier. Yeah. Do you think pride? Do you think pride is one of the one of the people that uh, one of the emperor's messengers could have appeared themselves to? Do you think? Maybe? I think yeah, he probably. I think Maybe he gets some kind of information to keep the empire going. Yeah, he's going to get something. I think this is going to yeah. be a great tie into. Going to be a great tie into uh, Tross. I think. Yep. Yeah. There's still there's still so much to do. Oh yeah. For, to, 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 to clean up that storyline. So. Yep. Yeah. This is pretty high up. A tier. I think I would put it A tier. Yeah. 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 I like it. I think it's going to end very strong. Um, <clears throat> and then we end with as they all do, Return of the Wills by Tom Engelberger. Um. The first two books started with these, and I don't like them. So it's the D. <laughs> Sorry, oh, no. uh, I, I don't care for the Will stories. They don't. I don't. I don't get them. I know they're a consistent thing. Do you guys like them? I don't care about them. This is like such deep lore. Like it just yeah, doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really do anything for me. It's it's too meta for me because the original Star yeah. Wars was going to be about Journal of the Wills, and the Force yep. was going to be like a microscopic cellular experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a totally I just different don't, thing. It's it's a I bad. I don't think it enhances. Yeah, I don't think it enhances the movie. To be honest, either. Mm. And it's, nope. So sorry, D tier. <laughs> but the other ones yeah. are gonna be good right before that, though. Sorry, George. It's a good thing you didn't make that yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We would probably not even know each other. <laughs> so, like, real quickly, is there any that we want to switch around here before um, oh, we call question. this final? Good, good question. I don't know if you call it final, but um, I think it looks good. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks pretty good too. The I like in it. The end. A couple e- the Ewok. Like, I'm glad there's there doesn't seem to be that many in the bottom. That's good. I thought there was gonna be more. Yeah, I think a solid B tier is good because it's a lot of medium. Dude, this, and a this, lot is of a, this is a straight up bell curve right now. We're looking at. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> wow. what Tom just said. <laughs> we that did is an hilarious. actual bell curve. <laughs> that's funny. wow. <laughs> It's a positive-sided uh, bell curve, which is how it yes. should be, in my opinion. Yes. The, the good mm-hmm. outweighs the bad, but it's still there is still some in the middle, which I like. I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling good about it. Um, and get your pre-orders in, guys. It comes out in about a month or so. Or no, a couple weeks. Uh, August weeks. 29th. So we will let you know what we think about it then. I want to know what y'all's, in the audience, your most excited ones are. Obviously, the like. 
gosh, check out our S tier. If we're wrong, let us know. If we're right, let us know. Um, but I'm excited, guys. This got me more excited for the book. So I think that's yeah, the whole I, point. I think these are. Yeah. I think I think these are these books are fun because there's a lot to talk about. Like it, it lights up the community in a fun way. Like everybody's having the same conversation, which is interesting. Whereas when just a book comes out, there's not much to say. I mean, you can have exactly one big conversation. But there's like a lot of room, I think, for these. So. I think they're fun. I think these are fun experiences. I hope they continue doing these. I would love to see them for, you know, the Venom prequel Menace. trilogy. I think yep. that would hit it. That would hit even different. So, oh god, mm-hmm. I would love to see that happen eventually. So, I think it, I think it'd be cool to see like Star Wars or somebody put it on their Twitter account. How much? Like how many times Empire or uh, Return of the Jedi is played now that this book has come out? Like in a couple weeks. Oh, that would be cool. So let's say this book's out in a month. And oh, see how streaming many times data. We Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, you never get that. But that would be good. I agree, Wes. Yeah. That'd be fun to see. Like, if you see there is a correlation between the streaming data and this book coming out. Because I bet, I bet it's somewhat related, surely. Yeah. Yeah, of course. We'll see. Yeah. But everyone, go pre-order this book. Watch Return of the Jedi. Tell us who your favorite characters are. And we might go over them later. But that's all we got time for this week. Because that will do it. For this hyped up episode of The Living Force, if you support us on Patreon, thank you so much. A special thank you to Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Carl Sander, Zach W., Michael Fry, and Raymond Bizenski on our Jedi High Council, and James T., Ashley Ingalls, Colton Fife, and Chris Carrizo on our Alliance High Command. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Corey, Charles, and Wes for potting with me tonight. Thanks to all of you for playing along, and as always, may the Force be with you. There is no hatred, there is joy. There is no division, there is union. There is no apathy, there is passion. There is no gatekeeping, there is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember... The Force will be with you, always.